Learn with the Leadership Loading Podcast. And today we're talking about leadership and rags to riches with John Papaloni. He started his first business at 15 as a DJ and has gone on from there. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and how he's got to where he's at today. So, John, welcome. Thank to the you show. for having me. Yeah, like I said, let's start with, uh, you know, your, a little bit of your background. Obviously, we don't need to know everything about the DJ company, but, you know, what started your entrepreneurial spirit and how you got to where you're at today? Absolutely. I started off, believe it or not, in a job. I was working at a company called Bali Total Fitness. They had a pro shop there, and I had met a uh, someone who's now a friend, but at the time, I didn't know. He was just a member at the pro shop. And I had met, met him there, and he was uh, into working for a company that did all, a lot of the designs for like popular brands like Levi's, Reebok, and stuff like that. I'm not saying that he worked on those brands. I don't know what brands he worked on, but he worked for the company that worked in those brands like that did some designs and work from them and he was you know a designer at the time and at the time that like it was fascinating so I got my first computer like on my own where it wasn't like you know where I used my sisters or brothers whatever and I didn't have time to um what do you call it again? I didn't have time to bring it home because I was late for work when I went to pick it up so I brought it to the to the uh you know fitness club in the pro shop where I was working with me so the guy came down he saw it and he looked at it and I was setting it up and I mean and he looked at it and says oh do you have freehand I happened to have it. I didn't know what it was, but I had it. So I had it installed. He showed me, he was showing me all these design things and stuff. Found it fascinating. I, in fact, actually, that was my motivation to actually go to college. I went into college to learn design. And what ended up happening is I did everything but by the time I graduated. So what ended up happening is I tried to have a design business and I ended up building up a little bit of a print business instead. I, and then I grew after that. And it got to the point that I got into eight, I, I ended up creating an eight figure business. But it was not my intent. It was not expected. I didn't think that would happen. Um, it's sort of like, you know, like natural growth. As you get bigger and bigger, you keep going and going. And I mean, like, it was great. Now, in actually, actuality, Bally Fitness had become my first client. So it started off with just printing business cards and just built from there. So it was, it was quite fascinating, quite great. I ended up having the uh, print business till about 2007. When I uh, sold it off, I was in the top 100, uh, you know, printers or marketers in North America, whichever list you want to look, I made both. So um, it was quite, you know, quite an accomplishment. Now, I'm very happy with that, obviously. So then what ended up, but I got fed up by the end, being honest, right? There's a certain point where it's not just knowing when to get in. You got to know when you've maximized where you are and it's time to move on. Now, moving on could mean different things. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit or you have to sell. Sometimes it's just replacing yourself. Instead of you being the CEO, someone else takes over. You just take a different role or you take a backseat, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. That, you know, we all hope to get to that level. And that's usually succession. I found an opportunity to sell, so I sold. Um, but that wasn't it. I took a job for three more months. Well, sorry. I lied. I took a consulting gig with the government and uh, made some good money there. Then I got into a regular job, which lasted a whole 90 days. And that's when I said, okay, it's not, uh, you know, it's not enough. What do I do now? So that's when I thought about it. And I created something called Click GTA and Click Radio, which is basically kind of what it sounds like. Click GTA is like an informational online website that was pretty much about everything that's going on around the greater Toronto area. 
And then um, I added the radio part because, you know, obviously from the DJing part, we all know that I'm into the whole broadcasting thing. And, you know, so I, I still didn't lose that passion, even though I moved on from it. So I thought, why not? You know, I didn't get into the radio broadcasting like I wanted to. So I'm going to create my own. And that's exactly what I did. So I did that. It did pretty well. I was actually pretty much doing the same thing that typical radio does. I have live broadcastings from different uh, various locations where I got paid for promo for that. I did live broadcasting from nightclubs, you know, and it's just the difference is instead of listening to it on the FM dial, you're uh, Bluetoothing it from your phone for, through an app. And, you know, back in 2008, 2009, apps weren't that big, right? So it was pretty uh, good that way. So from there, my, that's when my parents fell ill. And uh, my mom went into a retirement home. My dad got a little sick after that. And that's when I kind of stayed home to uh, be with them. And I could not run the business. So I ended up closing that one down because it was just too hard. I tried for a year even and tried to just pay people to do everything I was supposed to do. It just did not work well. I ended up losing, went from a profit to a loss. And since I didn't know how long I'd be out, I thought it's a moot point because what if I keep losing for many years? So anyways, from that point on, time went on. I thought, okay, I'm at home. I have opportunity now. What do I do? So I thought that's my parents were landlords. So I said, I'm going to open houses just to look. I got my real estate license. I thought that was a great idea since real estate kind of ran in the family anyways. So I got my license. So I got my license and then I've been practicing real estate ever since. Um, I'm always having the itch to try different things, grow different things. I mean, like now in 2022, I'm starting up my uh, investment firm, which is basically still a form of real estate. But the difference is that what it is, is to help people who want to get into the real estate market, but aren't really ready to get their own place yet, whether it's because they can't get their own financing, whether they have their home and just can't get a second mortgage, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Some reason they want to be in, they're just not there yet. So they have the opportunity to invest through my firm with the deal through me. And I'm going to be buying multiplexes in there. And they can, in a sense, invest into that project through my business. And then obviously they get a percentage. I get a management fee. And uh, we also do private equity mortgages through the business. So there's, you know, good opportunity there as well. Because if they don't want to be locked in longer term, you know, through a, an actual property, you can get, you know, a, a two or three year term with a private equity mortgage and still get an eight, nine, 10% return depending. So many opportunities there. So it's still in the real estate field, but it eliminates the headache of the, uh, of worrying about tenants, uh, property maintenance or any of that stuff, because it's all handled through my firm. And, you know, so you get the reward without the headache. And that's one of the benefits of that. So I kind of stuck into the real estate market and just expanded what I'm doing. So that's kind of where we are today. Yeah, a lot, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But just like most people, you started small, right? With the small, the DJ business and moving into the printing and, and that sort of thing. And then, and then just kind of saw where your niche was and what your, your major strengths were. And then kind of worked off of those that I see. Um, yes. So someone that's wanting to do that, where, where do they need to look as far as their strengths and, and how can they identify those so that they can, they can move forward and figure out what's the best option for them um, I know real estate is, is a, a big thing right now. And then you've, you've gone and taken it the next step to the investment firm. So if, you know, if we're trying to start a business and, and we want, we need to look at what our strengths are, how can we do that and strengthen those and, and then kind of use those to compensate for our weaknesses? Absolutely. Now here's one thing I want to say, 
Like when I get into this, like one thing we all do is we try to be everything for everyone. And we all try to, you know, work on our weaknesses and then try to build our weaknesses and fix our weakness. Let me tell you firsthand, do not do that. Delegate your weaknesses and double down on your strengths and just become the best at what you're good at. Now, a lot of times you can find your strength just by looking within, see your past patterns. Where do you spend your time the most? When you do stuff, we all do stuff we hate. We all do stuff we love. What do you find that you love? What do you find doing the most? And what do you find dreading? Drop the stuff that you're dreading. Like I said, delegate that. And the stuff that you love, double down and become the master at that. And then you can, chances are you'll discover what you're good at by doing that. And then just do more of it. Like I said, I, our family was in, was a real estate, you know, we were landlords. So, and I was going to open houses. So I found interest in that. I found passion in that. So I just found a way to, rather than observing my parents and what they did, I found a way to do it myself. So I doubled down on that and I got good at that. I built on that. And because I like seeing houses. So since I like seeing houses already, why not get paid to see houses? Right. So that's the way to do it. So to find what you love at, follow that passion, delegate what you're bad at. Definitely. And that's what I, I preach myself. You know, you can't be a expert at everything. And so you got to, that's why you have teams and you got to buy or not buy, you got to hire people that um, can supplement your weaknesses. And, and that's what makes a great team and a great leader is being able to identify those and then hire the right people to fill those spots. So. For sure. I mean, too many times do we say we have a great leader? No, no. You only have a great leader because you have a great team. The, the, the leader is nothing without its team. Definitely. So you got the real estate, you got the investment. Uh, I think you have a podcast also. Absolutely. I do. It's a John Papalone show. It's about uh, entrepreneurship, leadership, and of course, real estate investing. Great. And we'll put the, the links in the show notes below. But uh, What else you got going over there? Um, that's the main thing, because like I said, the investing is the new part. So, I mean, even now in real estate, there's a market shift. Now, a lot of people are holding back going, whoa, what's happening? Interest rates are going on. I mean, like now's the time to double down, right? Because now is where the opportunities are. People are worried. People are accustomed to fear mongering. And what happens is it's not our fault. We're born this way. Our bodies are taught, our brains are taught to protect us. So how does it protect us? By watching out, beware. But now is the time to consciously think about that and say, behold. So everything is on sale. People are scared. They're going to want to dump it because they think the market's going to drop. Now's the time to get into that investment. Now's the time to double down and, now, and build on that. Never think of an investment as a short-term, but more of as a long-term outcome, right? Like real estate is Definitely. a long-term. If you can't hold it longer, less than 10 years, then expect the possibility of losing. But if you hold it in 10 years, look at the 40-year average. It's between 65 and 7% in, uh, increase every year. Forget the last two years that have been madness. That's just not normal. But you take the average, it's 6.5%. If it's been like that for 100 years, why would it change? So, But with that being said, where you can use that in terms of entrepreneurship, while every, everything is going down, everything's slow, all the opportunities are there. You just got to open your eyes and see them. Sometimes it's just taking that leap Nobody's saying quit your job right away. Start it on the side. And as you get traction, it'll get to the point that your job, instead of your business interfering with your job, your job will interfere with your business. And then that's how you know to take the leap. 
Definitely. And then there's a lot of people doing this house hacking now where you buy maybe like a fourplex and you live in one and rent the other three to make your, your difference up. And usually you can make the mortgage on those three rentals and you're living rent free, basically. Uh, I've seen that that's been a big trend on the, the investment uh, media sites that I'm looking at. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, as long as you get into the market and think of it long term, absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like, I, let's be frank, the worst thing you can do right now or anytime, it's just we weren't aware of it, is keep cash in the bank. Because, you know, look at inflation, 7%. So if you have 100 grand in the, ca- in the bank, in the last year, you lost $7,000 with inflation because you can only buy what $93,000 would have bought last year, right? Like, and that's the way inflation is. I have a saying, cash is trash, right? So you have to invest it somewhere. And now with that being said, there's two different outlooks in it. Investing it somewhere doesn't mean a mutual fund or a stock. It could, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to invest in real estate because, you know, even though it's a hard asset, that's not a bad investment. But the first investment you should make is in yourself and building yourself, building your brand, building your name. Like, it's okay to lose money if you're building your brand because being known and being established will get you more opportunities. People want to work with people they know, like, and trust. And how do you get know, know like, and trust? By building that brand. That's how you do it in scale. So it's all right. Invest in yourself. Take courses. And it doesn't have to be in a school course to get a coach, a sales coach, improve your sales skills. There's many ways you can invest in yourself. I mean, the one thing you don't want to do is fake it till you make it and go grab a stupid car and pay some stupid lease just because you think people are going to take, you know, take you more seriously because you're pulling up in a Benz instead of a Ford. In the end, most people don't even know what you drove. It's not even until you've done the meeting when you guys are leaving. And then you're going to your car, they realize what you drove. You think they're paying attention, but people have the same stresses and worries that you do. They're paying attention to themselves. They're not paying attention to you, right? And, and that's the biggest misconception out there. Yeah, I think if you look at most common millionaires, you know, the everyday millionaire, I'd say, you know, they drive Priuses and, and, and more practical cars than they do, you know, the, the fancy ones, so. Exactly. If it doesn't build your business, it's taken away from your business. That's the easiest way to do something. When you see something, you ask, how much value will this add to my life, to my family life, or to my business? And if the value is less than the cost, it's not worth it. It's very simple math. Math never lies. Definitely. Well, John, uh, what would be your one, your leadership tip for someone either getting into the business or trying to maybe just move up in their career? Very simple. Get started. Love what you do. Get started today. Don't wait. The longer you wait, the less likely you'll do it because you'll find excuses and you'll find yourself into fear and start instead of uh, into results. Definitely. That's what I, I do that. You know, um, everybody jokes, I have all these letters behind my name because I just, I sign up for these certifications or I, you know, take the, take the certification exam or whatever I got to do. And I just sign up for it. Cause I, like you said, if, if I say, oh, I'll do it next month, I'll do it next month. I won't do it. Um, same thing with my, I'm in a, a doctorate program. I just, I applied and as I will see what happens and I got accepted and I just make sure I register for the classes as soon as they open. Cause, cause that forces me to go ahead and keep going on. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, you can never go wrong by learning more. Let's be honest. Right. What's the worst case scenario? You know more than you need to know. 
Where's the crime in that? I don't think anybody's ever had pain from knowing too much, but I think they've had pain from not knowing. Great. Well, John, how can we get a hold of you if you want to reach out for some more? Well, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Instagram, well, at J-O-H-N-P-A-P-A-L-O-N-I, or uh, same thing on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, and pretty much, or my website is uh, papaloniteam.com. Good deal. We'll put all that in the show notes below and everybody can reach out to you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show, John. My absolute pleasure. Glad you had me here. There are thousands of leadership and management podcasts to choose from. We're glad you chose the Leadership Loading Podcast, a Go Heroes production. If you'd like to support Go Heroes Inc., visit www.goheroes.org. And with that, it's time to wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We sincerely hope you liked it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's all grow together. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading Podcast. Leadership Inspired.